Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back into Sports Talk. Time to get into our NASCAR report. With that, we welcome in Tim Zimmer, WWL Morning Show producer, also our NASCAR insider. How's it going, Timmy? Doing well, you know, just uh, enjoying the night, got a good workout in, and now I'm just hanging out with y'all guys. Yo, um, we're hanging out with Timmy Tam, Timmy Zim. Uh, Tim, um, now, uh, <laughs> are, are you in better shape uh, than you've been in previous years, or say you got your workout in? Uh, I know you always had that well-rounded chest and stuff, uh, so, so how are you feeling about yourself, Tim? Come on. I hear your voice, but I don't get to see you anymore like I used to. I, I know. I work these early mornings now, so I'm, I'm usually gone by the time y'all are even waking up. So, <laughs> it, it, But, uh, no, I've just been taking up a few uh, a few uh, boxing classes now, just you know, doing all that. Having a good time and losing a few pounds. But we were just talking serious. boxing. That's funny. Time. Oh, uh, the, you know what, Tim? Uh, Steve and I was talking about this, and, um, you know, now you look at this day and age we, uh, we live in, you can bet on anything. And I always said, uh, boy, I, I tell you what, uh, Tim always had a little scoop uh, a week in and week out, or you look at NASCAR and the whole season that uh, you might lay a little coin on. Uh, how have you done so far? You look at the Daytona 500, you just look. I know he uh, did well at Daytona. Okay, the Atlanta Motor yeah. Speedway. I want you to elaborate on that. I got, I got, I did really well for Daytona in the first race, and then I got kind of screwed at the second race in Atlanta by the photo finish here. So the first race I took William Byron, he gets the win. It was kind of the same same kind of race. Atlanta is now kind of a super seaway. They repaved the track, so they've turned Atlanta into like a mini Daytona where they kind of go the same speed, but they're a lot more closer in, so wrecks are more prevalent there. Um, but you see bigger wrecks at Daytona because there's nowhere really to go on the track. Um, but, yeah, Daytona 500, William Byron gets the win. Um, it, they cross the finish line with one to go, but with NASCAR, if you, if you wreck with one to go on the white flag and the track is unaccessible when you come back around, whoever's in the lead wins the race. Well, William Byron basically nosed out his teammate Alex Bowman uh, as they were crossing the finish line, or I guess the white flag with one to go, uh, as the caution came out. So William Byron was named the winner because they couldn't go back around because there was a big wreck at the finish line. Um, so he was named the winner there. And then last week I had Kyle Busch, which was kind of funny because I talked to a bunch of my bre- my friends who bet, and they all were like, Ryan Blaney's the pick, Ryan Blaney's the pick this week. Well, Ryan Blaney, he finished his second. I had Kyle Busch because Kyle Busch did really well, and you know he did really well in Daytona. So I figured, you know, it's super speedway. Same kind of race, kind of. Kyle Busch is my pick. Well, he comes in third. They finish three thousandths of a second behind Daniel Suarez for the win, who comes out of kind of nowhere at the very end, kind of gets in the front, wins the race on a photo finish, second closest finish in NASCAR history. 
Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I win one, I lose one, but at the end of the day, we still came out positive through two weeks. You know, uh, Tim, that's why, uh, Bob, when I read this, uh, like you said, uh, Daniel uh, Suarez, uh, his win, uh, one of the most wild races in recent years as he won the third closest, uh, second closest victory in NASCAR when you go with electronic timing. So it's so close. Uh, it's like uh, .003 seconds over Ryan Blaney and Kyle Busch. I remember in the past when we had you on NASCAR, NASCAR those are household names. Ryan Blaney, yeah. Kyle Busch, as they went three wide across Atlanta Motor Speedway, the finish line after the race that had 48 lead changes and six uh, multi-car multi wrecks. We always look at that. But like Suarez uh, said, it was amazing. And the victory snapped. A 57-race winless streak as Suarez uh, earned his second cup victory. Now, I, I told Steve this before the top of the hour. He's the only Mexican-born driver to win uh, in, in a cup series. So you talk about a, a local hero and uh, taking advantage of opportunity because how do you truly get amongst the elite in, uh, in, in any country where you're from? So I'm looking at Daniel Suarez I mean, uh, right there in Mexico, he's the top dog. Yeah, he was with. He started with Joe Gibbs Racing, kind of fell off there, did a little Xfinity there, and then uh, Trackhouse Racing picks him up. And who owns Trackhouse Racing? Uh, you know, the singer Pitbull. He's one of the owners of Trackhouse Racing. He mm. signs Daniel Suarez, and you know, Daniel Suarez was kind of on the hot seat. He only had one win with Trackhouse Racing uh, at Sonoma, I want to say two years ago, and that was like. They weren't sure about his future here, but now with this win, that kind of gives them momentum because his his teammate Ross Chastain he picked up two wins last year with Trackhouse Racing. So this Trackhouse Racing team they're kind of legit now with three wins in the last two seasons. Um, you know, with 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 NASCAR um, as far as how close it was, he I mean he beat last 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 year's champion Ryan Blaney. He was last year's former champion Ryan Blaney, and, and Kyle Busch he's no he's no joke either. He's won right. a championship before, so. For for Daniel Suarez, this was a big win for him because his future was kind of in doubt. You know, you know, you know, he he kind of had a somewhat okay showing at Daytona, um, but with this win now, I mean, they're I mean they're pretty much almost guaranteed a playoff spot. I wouldn't say I I think they still can get bumped. I'm not sure how the playoffs work this early in the season so far, but um, I mean, yeah, it's a big win. Um, like you said, the close one of the closest um, races in NASCAR history. I mean, it was so close that, you know, it's faster than when a hummingbird, a hummingbird, uh, like a flash of lightning I've read. It was that Whoa. it was that that fast. That That's how close it was in the race. So, I mean, big win for Daniel Suarez. Now, uh, Tim, uh, what's up on the docket? Obviously, uh, I told you this before. I've always been intrigued when you have the Daytona 500 and you look at all the sports that, to me, that's still like the Super Bowl of racing. You have the, the true championship ball. If you could be a Daytona 500 winner, so you have the Super Bowl before the season even starts. So, but well, what yeah, do we have to look forward to? Daytona yeah. kind of like winning the Masters or yeah. winning the Kentucky <laughs> Derby. Like if you win the Daytona 500, you're going to New York for the stock exchange to ring the bell. You're doing all you're doing. You're going on you know the Today Show. You're doing all those things if you win the Daytona 500. So having that race at the start of the season is is one of the you know more more probably prestigious yeah other than the championship race for the champion it's like the, the biggest race of the season for everyone um but yeah i think i think with that being the first race it it's it's a different race though because it's a super speedway and when when it comes to super speedways anybody could really win these races it really comes down to can you survive the crash can you survive the race because 
all it takes there's some drivers in the race that literally they had no like brad kozlowski for example he's crashed in the last two races so has his uh his former teammate joey logano he crashed in the four, last two races because super seedways all you could be doing is just driving in the pack and next thing you know the car's in front of you they wreck and then you're out of the race so you have two big dogs right there that have finished in the late late you know 30s 20 like late late 20s early right. 30s in the standings and now they're looking for a big win in in, in uh, las vegas with the you know pennzoil 400 this week because they're back in the standings so i think you're going to see a different type of race this week because when you go from a super speedway you're going to go to a your traditional mile and a half this week so qualifying is going to matter uh tires are going to matter they're going to have a new tire package this week so trending tread on the tires is going to change um you're going to you want to pay attention to those things you're going to pay we're going to pay attention to you know fall off speed how how much the the, the truck the, the, the I'm sorry the car falls off in speed from lap five to lap ten so it's, it's a it's a lot different type of race this week in in Las Vegas than it is in what it was in Atlanta and it was in Daytona. Now, uh, Tim, um, you've always been involved in gaming. I know from uh, you know going old school talking about NASCAR. Then you look how the NFL has embraced it and how the public really has embraced it. Uh, whether you're on your phone. Or you could go uh, live at a casino, or whatever, and how convenient it is. What have you noticed, and how involved uh, have you noticed from a gaming standpoint the convenience uh, that when you're wanting uh, to maybe get involved with your friends or maybe uh, betting on NASCAR events? How much has yeah, changed I mean, I, compared to when you first started? Yeah, when it, I mean, when you first started, you'd have to go to the casino and basically go over the counter and make a bet. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, now. I mean, you can do fantasy NASCAR where you can play against hundreds of people. You can play just against your friend. You can make just bets to win the race. Like, who's going to You can bet, like, Joey Logano for this weekend and get 15-1 to 1 on him. Or you can bet any other driver and get long shots. Like, Daniel Suarez, for example, I think he was 40-1. to 1, So, a $10 bet would have won you 400 bucks. So, Curious yeah, there. You mentioned fantasy NASCAR. Are you buying – Are you, do you have drivers on your team or race – you know, whole race teams? Uh, so basically, you pick a driver, kind of like you do fantasy football. Okay. Uh, you pick six drivers, and you have to be under a budget. And the way it works is you want your drivers to finish as high as possible, and also you get points for leading laps, but also you lose points hmm. if your driver falls off. So let's say you you start you start fifth place and you finish fifteenth, you're going to lose ten points because your driver lost ten spots. But if you start at twentieth and you finish fifth place, you're going to gain fifteen points. Okay. Because that's how. That's how it works in fantasy. So it could it could totally change in the Daytona 500, for example, because you could be winning the race, and next thing you know, there's a giant wreck, and then you're completely done for the day. So that's the craziness of fantasy. But for NASCAR betting, I mean, you could do matchups. You can bet, like, this driver to beat that driver. You can bet which, which manufacturer is going to win, for example, this weekend. Because right. the Chevrolets, they've won the last three races in, in, in Las Vegas coming up this weekend, and they're the obvious clear favorite. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Fords win this week who have been actually dominant so far this season. They've just been knocked out of the race because of Rex well, and two super speedways. And, uh, Tim, I don't know if I've ever asked you this because, you know, the sponsorships involved. Um, I, don't, I know I haven't asked you this. Are you, because uh, you mentioned uh, Chevrolet, Ford, uh, then you got Toyota, Joe Gibbs, and all that. Uh, which Are you more of a Ford, Chevrolet, or a Toyota guy? or What's your wheelhouse? Uh, or uh, are you more with the driver instead of maybe the team? I'm more of a driver. I, I, if like I'm one of those guys when you uh, when you ask me what's your favorite you know NFL team, 
I go, well, I kind of like, you know, quarterbacks. I kind of like Patrick Mahomes. I kind of like Josh Allen. I don't really have a favorite team, so I'm kind of like that with NASCAR. I have a favorite driver for the week. I know which drivers I like at certain tracks. And I think that's the best way to go about it, If you're, especially if you're picking, you know, winners and you're doing those kind of things. You don't want to be, you know, I guess gravitated to a certain driver because you love Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott's your favorite driver. So every week you're going to bet Chase Elliott. Well, guess what? Chase Elliott's not going to win every week. Right. And so you're probably going to lose money if you keep betting him every week. So, I mean, I do like – for I, I, love, I like Kyle Busch just because I like the persona he has. But I also don't bet Kyle Busch every week because I know he's not going to win every week. And, um, and then, but, uh, Tim, wouldn't it be all depending on the track? And it, where I mean, are you, Yeah, there's different tracks. Like I said, the last two weeks there's been super speedways. So it's more unpredictable. There's guys like Ryan Blaney, for example, who I talked about came in second. If you look at his first and second place finishes at, on super speedways, I want to say seven of his first and second place finishes have been by less than a half a second. So, like, it's all been photo finishes for this guy, either if he comes in first and second at Super Speedways in Talladega, Atlanta, and Daytona. So that's a guy where you know he's going to be good at a Super Speedway, so you want to bet a Ryan Blaney there. When it comes to a short track, you kind of want to bet a Denny Hamlin or a Kyle Busch. And when it comes to, like, a road track, you want to bet a guy like uh, Chase Elliott, who's really good at road tracks, or a Christopher Bell, who's really good at road tracks. You kind of have to know that thing if you want to know which drivers are going to excel there because there's some drivers that, look, they're just really good at, you know, super speedways like Ricky, Ricky, uh, Ricky Stenhouse, who won the Daytona 500, I want to say, two years ago. Um, so there's certain guys they know they're going to be good at something, so they want to make the best of it. And that's what it really comes down to. Now, uh, you know, Tim, you can have, um, you know, football uh, people or football fans or the NBA or, well, I don't know, college football, whatever. Uh, you look at baseball, major league, whatever. But when you look at NASCAR, do y'all like in social media, do you have NASCAR buddies that you interact with? I mean, that, that maybe no one can relate to, but y'all know you're on the same level and maybe you're trying to give advice to one another. Because that intrigues me. Because you know, you know your wheelhouse and where you're at because uh, now when you look at gaming, everything that's involved. Did, did, I'm not saying it's a club, but do you have guys, well, man, I, I could talk to him, interact with him, maybe on social media, whatever, and I know I can get some feedback or he knows what the hell he's talking about and it's not a bunch of BS. Yeah, I mean, if you just go on NASCAR Twitter, there's a bunch of guys on NASCAR that, that give out their picks every week. There's guys that that are just strictly just for the content there. And, I mean, I even have my own betting group that I have on Discord that we go over every week. We go over our NASCAR picks. And they're not even just a NASCAR. They're they're in Xfinity racing. They're in the truck racing, too. And I'm just strictly mostly Cup Series, so I just know the main you know top dogs in the, in the, in the, whole, in the whole NASCAR circuit. But they, they know these guys in the truck series that I've never even heard before, so I just kind of follow them and follow their lead. And sometimes it pays off, sometimes it doesn't. But that's what you, you know, if you're, you're betting blindly, you got to just hope that your friends know more than you. And most of the time, and they've been pretty good. I mean, I, I don't really follow the trucks because I find the trucks, they're a little bit more, more uh, what's the word? Uh, you don't know what's going to happen with the truck series because they're younger drivers. They, the cars handle, you can, you know, there's a lot more mistakes, a lot more mishandling in the trucks. So. I kind of stick to the top dog, the better driver. Yeah, the top dog, because you're a top dog, Tim. Uh, you, you, you want the main event. I mean, uh, you, you have other people handle that for you. Uh, let me tell you. That's uh, what we usually do with it's us in uh, NASCAR and golf. We always handle it. We always go over our picks. We do well. And uh, Mexico Open was last weekend. We hit on that. And I should have known with the Mexico Open that Daniel Suarez is going to win in Atlanta. I didn't even put two and two together. 
Tim, I know you mentioned Chase Elliott, a guy that is one of the more popular drivers in NASCAR, had a really rough season a year ago. Is he expected to bounce back this season? Yeah, he had an injury, um, uh, you know, recently, uh, last season. Uh, so, I mean, his start has been okay. He got in an accident in Atlanta. Atlanta is one of his better road, I mean, his better races. Um, but look for him to do well on road tracks. So he's usually the favorite by, by a wide margin because that's kind of his forte. Um, I would say Kyle Larson is the top dog at Hendrick Motorsports. Um, he's probably number two. I mean, he won a championship just recently. So, but Kyle Larson is the top dog there. I, I'm not usually a Chase Elliott better, but at the same time, I know that when it comes to, I know what tracks he's going to excel at. Um, he's the only, actually, this is funny. He's the only Hendrick driver, Hendrick driver that hasn't won at Las Vegas, which is their upcoming race this weekend. Uh, we see, we saw Alex Bowman win here. We saw William Byron and Kyle Larson win in the last two seasons with the new package. So Chase Elliott's kind of that one driver still looking for a win. I don't think he gets it this week, but I also expect him to win at least two more, two, at least two races this year. Cause he's the, He's a good driver, and he's got top equipment. So when it comes to the Chevrolets, you always look at Larson and Elliott as your one-two, and, and Kyle Busch when it comes to the other Chevrolet uh, team. Now, Tim, before we let you run, uh, uh, I don't know if I've ever asked you this. Um, what is your favorite track? Uh, you know, obviously you could say Daytona or whatever, but I can tell you my favorite track because uh, I got to experience that firsthand. I went on pit road with ESPN. When the Swerving Irvin, uh, Ernie Irvin, and, uh, uh, you know, I remember uh, I was in Atlanta, and then I'm hanging out. Uh, the, he was driving for Texaco then. I'm hanging out on Pit Row, hanging out in the suite, got, got right, right up on the track. All of a sudden, Tim, I don't know if I ever told you this. Before the race started, I think he was driving for UPS, Dale Jarrett. He was a big driver. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, all of a sudden, I, I'm going in his motorhome. And then all of a sudden, I'm meeting and greeting everybody. I'm playing quarterback for Atlanta at that time, and I'm meeting and greeting. And then all of a sudden, I'm in the motorhome with Dale Jarrett, and we all holding hands praying uh, before the race. And he's getting ready to go out there and haul butt. And then all yeah, of a Dale sudden, Dale Jarrett was a factor back then. Uh, you know, so here I am to experience that. So I remember the track. I mean, how uh, you know, when you turn, how uh, centrifugal force and how the cars could stay up, but they're going so fast. So I don't know. I have a, a feeling uh, because I personally experienced that at Talladega. Do you have a favorite track? Uh, well, well, what it would be your experience or maybe like uh, on your bucket list that you'd want to be a part of? I think mine would be Bristol Speedway at night. I think Bristol, the oh. short track racing, it's bumping and bumping and running the whole time. Uh, it's just the night. I mean, remember a couple of years ago, Tennessee and Virginia Tech, they actually had a football game in That's right. inside the Bristol. The Bristol, they had a football field in a racetrack. Um, so I, I like the short track race, and I think it's more entertaining. You're very, very close, so you can see everything. They're not going 135, 150 miles per hour there. They're doing usually like 90, 70, 90 miles per hour. So it's not it's not your typical, you know, crazy, you know, driving race. And there's still wrecks. There's like they're wrecking in Bristol. They're wrecking in Martinsville right. in these short tracks because once you spin out. I mean, everyone's got to hit you. There's nowhere else to go. Um, so I, I like the, I like the night racing, and I also like the short tracks. Um, the, the tracks I hate the least, I, I I hate the most, are the road courses. Last year they 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 watered down the entire season with road courses. They had so many more road courses in Charlotte, and uh, did, uh, you know the one in Texas they had they had they had just too many road courses, and I it lost my interest for a good bit because I just. The road courses just bore me. There, there's, there's not many wrecks. There's spinouts, but there's no. There's, it's just 
I like the short track race, and yeah, I like the, the intimacy of being right there on the on the track, and everyone's got a good seat. Yeah, you you look at the road course; that's more international. That's like Formula One and all that. Uh, that that's not NASCAR to me. I don't know. So when you turn left, turn left, whatever. But if it's compact and you three wide and all that, uh, that that's entertaining, uh, especially four, right there. They were four wide this past weekend in oh. Atlanta. Four wide on Atlanta Motor Speedway, which is crazy to think. I mean, it didn't work out. That's why they wrecked. But I mean, four <laughs> wide on a, on a three-wide racetrack is pretty pretty entertaining. And I think that was probably the, one of the best races in NASCAR in the last five to ten years. That that race on on Sunday in Atlanta, you, I mean, there were wrecks, but, I mean, the entertainment value was through the roof. I, there was never – there wasn't a bad bad review of that race. I'll, I'll, you can go on social media. You can do all that. I think majority of fans were like, wow, that was a really good race. Awesome stuff as always, Tim. Appreciate the time. You got any action on uh, any games tonight? I, I do not. I don't know if the Spurs game has started yet, but I know a lot of my buddies were on the points <laughs> rebounds over on Victor Wembanyama. Nice. Always, like I said, appreciate the time. Get some rest. I know you got to be up early, my man. All right, Tim. Thank right, you. See y'all guys later. Tim Zimmer, the morning show producer and our NASCAR insider with the NASCAR report there. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.